0: What's up, Duty Cons? It's Monday. It's a beautiful day. It was a beautiful weekend. Oh, and it's beautiful life. La Vita y Bella. The. Let's see, won three Academy Awards for 1996. I believe the other big winner that year was uh, Goodwill Hunting. So it's a good year for movies, uh, because Goodyear Hunting and La Vita y Bella, Life is Beautiful, are two really, really, really good movies and very, very influential. And I believe that um, Life is Beautiful could be the ultimate PJ movie in that it's about service and it's about getting through very hard situations and the way that he does it, so if you don't know, it's uh, Roberto Benigni he's a comedian, actor director filmmaker from Italy he's (laughs) he's hilarious he is a very talented man, very, um, he's hilarious. He, he's been in, uh, he's been in a number of movies, but, uh, another movie that I liked, it was a small part, but it was the main part of one part of the movie. It's got four parts, and he is an Italian cab driver driving in the dark, In more ways than one And He's just funny I I want to say Either it had been a long time When I saw that movie uh, The first time it's called A Night on Earth Or It may have been the first time that I really remember Just Laughing And crying because I was laughing so hard, just he he blew me away. I'm like, who is this guy? Um, I want to say a night in Earth, probably eighty six, eighty eight, maybe maybe a little bit later than that, but somewhere in that late eighties, early nineties, um, when I see it, uh, it also has Winona Ryder in it, um, some other people. But it was like an indie film, one of the first indie films that I remember. Um, he's hilarious. <laughs> so uh, when you watch it, over that, my my son said that I built up my jokes. Said, "Oh my god, it's so funny!" And then people was like, "Oh, it's not that funny." And, and but to me, it's it's hilarious. But I I cried. It was so funny. He's he's a really good actor. And so he made this movie called Life is Beautiful About uh, a young man He's uh, of Jewish descent Living in Italy Before World War II And then During and after World War II Um, I showed it to some friends last night Uh, The Italian rescue swimmers came We all enjoyed it uh, I practice my Italian, my accent. <laughs> the uh, it's a very good. It's it is a hard movie. So the the premise is that the he's he's a father. Uh, the mother is also there in the concentration camp, but they don't get to see her. But she's still there. He sends her messages of hope. Um, but he and his son are together, and he's hiding his son from the Germans, and then from his son, he's hiding the fact that they're in a concentration camp, and he's convinced him that they're in a uh, in a resort, and that this is all planned, and that if he can suffer through it, that and if he he'll win in the end, and he will win a tank. And It's a beautiful story about the love of a parent for their child and what they would not do, and I still watch this movie about once a year. It's it's a sad movie. It's a very it has a happy ending, and and I tell people you know I'm like, as long as most of us aren't dead at the end of the day, that is a happy ending, and that's what you just have to go with. I mean life somebody was in a concentration camp somebody is suffering starving right now somebody is in a refugee camp somebody is has got their life it's not good if you're listening to this or if you're the person speaking this which is me your life is not that bad and um it's fine i've I've seen this movie a a lot. I have a lot of the dialogue memorized. Um, I think it's where I get my Italian accent from is watching this movie. And (laughs) so to, to say that like, I feel and understand this movie is to say, I feel and understand this movie. And so last night w- we're watching it, and there's two times where he's he's laughing, but he's almost crying, and because he's he's lying to his son, um, but for such a good reason that I think that that. That stands uh, as a as a monument to to love. Um, I I'm not blaming my parents. I'm I'm saying that I believe I knew uh, the world was a bad place. There, I had a pretty no. I had no idea. All right, so I knew about small things, uh, money issues. I knew from watching the news, uh, poverty is bad, crack is bad, just sad, the world's a mess. Like, I I understood that. But it wasn't until I was 21 when I joined the Air Force and uh, I went to New Orleans, I went to war, I went to, like, that I really saw, like, how hard life is. Um, Some some people grow up in San Antonio, uh, they know at 12, they know at 8, they know at 4 years old, they know at birth that life is rough and that, you know, it's tough. And I I think that if you can protect your children, I mean, that's a, what a true warrior is supposed to do, protect the old people and the young people, because the young people... Uh, The children are our... The future of humanity. So you have to protect them at all costs. Um... And... You just have to. I... And I know I think, like... Three out of four... People, you know... Had something happen to them when they were younger. Or... Other things. As you grow older, like... Everybody has something bad happen to them, you know. But you can't. We can't let it get you down. I mean, because unfortunately, somebody's got it worse. So if somebody got it worse and they're still able to function and they're still doing well, then I should be able to do it too. And it, it's just working on it. Uh, The boys and I like to watch a show called The Librarian. It's on TNT. Like, it used to come out as a regular, what was, I guess, special, so it was a one-time episode, and then people liked it, so they tried, like, a second, and then it became a series, and, um, really good stories about people, places, things, little mythology, little family, little, you know, but, um, Mr. Crusher whatever that guy's name was from Star Trek Beyond, the the young boy, Will Wheaton. Maybe it's Will Wheaton. Um, he plays the main character. And he... He has... He, he worked alone for a very long time. So now he's got a group of people. And he still does things like he's alone. He doesn't, like, totally trust them... Uh, but does not trust anybody because you know that's a lot. Well, because he gets burned anytime he trusts somebody. If you watch the series, so, um, and the lady is played by Rebecca Romaine Stamos Stamos or sorry Rebecca Romain, she's no longer Stamos. Um, he he apologizes for for doing something that he's done before. But he's he's working on it, and uh, he's not twerking. He's working on it, and she says that she understands that he's doing his best, and that he was alone for a very long time. So it's okay because she understands that he's trying. And I thought that was a pretty powerful statement um, because a lot of times we all, we're all or nothing, or well, we are all or nothing, but. On on all kinds of stuff versus it's like okay I recognize that you're trying you know maybe you recognize that I'm trying on this or you know but we give each other little leeways and then I guarantee you the next time he's thinking about it about doing something you know that maybe not correct or maybe whatever wrong different um he might go oh yeah. I'm working on that, so maybe I should speak with her. And I was talking to Shanda yesterday, uh, so we're we're gonna officiate at a cone wedding. And I got an idea about the, a snorkel, and the snorkel is um, it was a symbol because buddy breathing, being if I want you to breathe more. I want to breathe, and you want me to breathe more than I want to breathe, and we're both working at that with a life of service, and you adapt that to a marriage, or a partnership, or a relationship, or a friendship, or whatever, everything, then, ta-da, there's your answer. And so if, if you have a snorkel, and... I notice maybe you're having a bad day or something's not going right or you know maybe I'm just going. I'm giving you the snorkel here you breathe What's up? What's going on? Why are you having trouble breathing? You know or maybe I'm having a bad day and I grab the snorkel and then give her the snorkel and it just, you know, it's like saying, "Hey, I'm, I'm having a bad day. I'm breathing. I don't know what to do. Maybe you're, you don't know what you're angry for, or maybe you got a million things to be angry for, or maybe, who knows? Uh, sometimes, you know, people get reminded of something bad that happened to them, and then they have, like, flashbacks and." And then they're upset for a day or two. Or something reminds them of somebody. Or somebody reminds somebody of their father. So they don't like learning from you. You never know what's going on in somebody's head. So. I guess just come at people. As kindly and. Peaceful as possible. It's a really good part in uh, the movie. Where they're talking about. Service. And how. God is a servant, but he's not subservient. And that uh, we are meant to serve each other. And that the sunflower bows to the sun and then follows it. You know, it's just... This is where I learned uh, to be submissive, but not be submitted. You know? I'm the best me there is. There's nobody better than me. But... I am no better than anybody else. We're all equal and uh another offshoot american gods uh book's really good uh we're in the second series second series second season <laughs> second season for the show uh the book ended somewhere around like kind of three quarters of the way through the first season um Written by Neil Gaiman, wrote Sandman, really, really prolific, awesome writer. Um as a, the one of the episodes we just watched was talking about how America was started, founded, you know, and and that we had given our solemn oath to To do all the things that the Constitution And the Declaration say uh, And that Basically because Of the way that we all are right now That it's uh, Revoked On our Our reason and our purpose And that's why we're having so much trouble Although that could be A good reason why the rest of the whole world Is having trouble because everybody Thought to come here on a nice kindness and do something good and forgot why they're here and you know we're all lost planet airmen (coughs) space force so uh service service before self and i believe that if you you watch this movie life is beautiful I could go on for hours. I've actually had probably eight conversations with... Because I wanted to see how everybody... What they thought about it when they saw it or watched it. So I watched it later. Um What they felt. And Shannon was saying she felt something different than she'd, you know, identified with it in a different way. And I would say that it hit me in a different way this time. Being that I now recognize... Because I... I always kind of, like, I'm like, how is he laughing? (laughs) Like, and then you kind of realize, he's not laughing. Like, he really is. He's hurting. And he's he's giving everything he can for his son. And as a parent, that's what you have to do. You have to give everything you got to your kids. Because it's not about you surviving. It's that others may live. That's what parenting is. That's what marriage is. That's what life is. If you put other people before you, uh, you won't be wrong. So take care of yourself, take care of others, watch the movie, Life is Beautiful. Uh hit me up with a comment. Um, we may have a winner, I don't know, for the I don't know. The, I'm excited. Bob Davis vote. Uh the Bob Davis Scholarship. If you're still interested, um Mr. Davis isn't doing well, so he hasn't been able to do the reshoot or the re-more talking about our stuff, so uh, we may push it back, but from what I've read, I'm very excited. There's some good stuff out there, and, um, la vita è bella. Life is good. Thanks for listening. Train hard, be good. Oh, yeah.